there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Listen anytime, wherever you get your podcasts. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 and with us tonight, Paul Cooney, Andy Walker, and live in Melbourne, he wishes he was there, but Andy um, Murray, I nearly said Andy Walker, Andy Murray at the moment, 30-15, final set against Kokonakis, and Andy Walker looks as though we don't want to tempt fate, but the three times champion could be through to the third round. Yeah, I think he'll do it, he's an absolute superstar, I mean he was dead and buried a couple of hours ago, apparently it's four in the morning there, and he has come back from two sets down and he's got two match points out yep Craig Moore you wish you were in Melbourne for this one yeah now look the the, the tennis obviously the Australian Open is massive in Australia Andy Murray um, what an absolute star he is I mean this is his second consecutive match that's gone five hours five sets extra time so to speak here Paul and you talk talk about four o'clock in the morning Um, you know the fans that are still there watching it fair play because uh, it's a late one yep this is happening live at the moment he is serving for the match no VAR disputes so far (laughs) (laughs) we will get down to last night when it was wins for Rangers and Celtic and for Hearts here's Andy Murray serving for the match oh it's long no it's It's just too long yeah we thought that was it almost I never thought we'd be doing tennis not as the chief executive should we say what's happening here here we go again second serve Andy Murray for the match returns oh did that look long no still playing it's out no it's going to go I mean this guy Kokinakis what a player he is he's ground strokes uh, but Andy oh, oh, what a winner to win the match Andy Murray <laughs> is through wow so there we are well done Andy it is phenomenal after the operation oh it's incredible you look at any any you know, athlete longevity Andy Murray ticks all those boxes to come back from the injuries that he has had uh, you see his mum there nah. Uh, also in the the crowd there, emotional uh, and and rightly so. But what an unbelievable athlete, um, Andy Murray is. Is he our greatest ever sports person? I yes. Yeah. Andy yeah, Walker says I, yes. I, I, yeah. I can't think. I know Kenny Dalglish, Jackie mm. Stewart, Colin Montgomery, Jim Watt, Kim Buchanan. Uh, his mum's in tears. Uh, I think he's the greatest. I, I think he's fantastic. Absolute superstar. Craig Moore. Well, again, I was kind of, you guys know, know sure. more than me. Yeah. I was thinking of like yeah. go- maybe golfers back in the day and we kind of mm-hmm. threw a, f- a few names about. But yeah. in terms of the actual success mm-hmm. uh, and winning Grand Slams, um, Andy Murray, I, I, I think, is a, a very good candidate. And to be the greatest, uh, Andy, I can't disagree with you. I'm Australian. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kokonakis, one of your own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And look, he's, again, a, a 
a good young prospect, uh, and, and he'll do he'll do well. He'll have a good career at it as well. Uh, but he was unfortunately the, uh, on the losing side. I'm saying the losing side. He was yeah. a losing player tonight. Yeah. Well, he's through in Australia. Well done to Andy. What about last night then? You know the score lines. The biggest of the night was Hearts five Aberdeen nil. Big worry for the Dons. We know they played 120, 130 minutes on a, a sodden Hamden yeah. at the, on Sunday. Not much recovery time, but that's such a poor result. Is there pressure on Jim Goodwin? It's the away form has been so poor. And they're on in Monday, isn't it, in the Scottish Cup at Darville. Celtic winning 4-0 against St Mirren. And Rangers, again, for, I think, is that the ninth game? Yeah. They've gone behind, Cold first of all, but they came back to win 3-2. Who wants to go first? Overall, Morelos, two goals. Is he back? He's back to scoring goals, isn't he? I mean, he, he scored... Uh, to be fair, they were good finishes last night. Um, you know, the, the the ball that comes across for his first finish down into the corner um, takes it well. His header is uh, also, you know, I, I think Kilmarnock will be disappointed defensively, but Morelos is, is, is smart enough to be able to, uh, I, I guess, uh, work the defenders, the two central defenders who, who weren't necessarily close enough and, and maybe ball watching, but Morelos still had some work to do and a, an angled header down in the, in the far corner. Uh, it was an important goal, Paul, because, you know, there was a late rattle from Kilmarnock. Uh, you know, Rangers made hard work of it once again. And uh, what about John McLaughlin, the cross-ball expert, but he was caught out twice, one of them, the first goal? Yeah, I mean, and and again, this is... uh, Kilmarnock's, you know, got off to the perfect start, didn't they? You know, they got balls into the box, uh, a couple of corners that come in from from, from Armstrong. Great delivery. Um, McLaughlin come out flapping for the first one. I think it was Ash Taylor that probably should have scored, empty net. Um, And they were punished. They were punished just after that. So... Again, uh, everyone thinks that John McLaughlin is the goalkeeper that can come and take crosses. Um, in the first part of that game, he struggled. But they need a goalkeeper, don't they? They need to address that position. We all thought they would do it in the summer. Yep. And they definitely need to do it this summer. I would, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Like I says, I mean, the, 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 the debate is, is McGregor the number one? 100% for me. In terms of next season, do Rangers need to go out and buy a number one goalkeeper? In my opinion, I think they do, yes. What's left? 12 days or so to the transfer window and a Belgian playmaker has been linked with Rangers Nicholas Raskin uh, the transfer is on according to a number of sources advanced discussions are going on about a move to Rangers we'll come back on that in a moment or two Andy I know it wasn't your game last night but for Celtic business as usual 4-0 um, against St Mirren the gap widens of course the goal difference against Rangers uh, Ange Postacoglu will be pretty happy overall with that because St Mirren the only team to beat them this season yeah I think that was a uh... Uh, you know, a great result for Celtic. I don't think they'll need the the amount of goals advantage that they've got over Rangers. I think the points deficit of nine at the moment. I, I think that will be more than enough. I just can't see Celtic losing four games and Rangers winning and all of them. So, um, yeah, I think Celtic are on a roll. It'll be interesting to see who's in and out eventually in the next couple of weeks with the with the transfer window. Yakimakis is is still uh, attracting in- interest from here, there and everywhere and uh, you know I think Celtic might get another striker in if he goes if he goes he missed out last night so we were on air with Barry um, and Stephen McGinn when the teams came out and there was no Gikamakis but the manager beforehand said yep he picked up a knock at the weekend so but it does look as though he is going but they obviously have cover let's hear from Ash Postacoglu after the game last night what he made of it yeah really strong performance um, you know, we started the game well good tempo and um, you know, I thought we had groups of the game for the most part and uh, you know, scored some really nice goals and <clears throat> 
Yeah, the defend a little bit as well, but yeah, from, particularly from long throws, but I thought we handled that well as well. And what did he make of uh, the debut boy, Kobayashi? Yeah, he was strong. Uh, we threw him in, and uh, you know, it's not easy still adjusting to football here, life here. But um, you know, I think you saw his qualities on the ball. He's really composed, and you know, he had to defend today against a you know, pretty physical team, pretty direct team, and for the most part, I thought he handled it okay. And you know, he'll get better from that for sure. Let's hear from Michael Beale then. Rangers winning 3-2, tighter than they would have wanted it to be, but the success continues. He's still unbeaten since joining Rangers. I've never seen a good game on this surface, to be fair, and I didn't think tonight was. I thought Kilmarnock started the game really well, put us under a lot of pressure, the throws, the set plays, and we didn't deal with it well at all. Conceded, and then we thought it was going to be a long night, but we actually recovered and played some good football, scored a really good goal. Come out second half, was like a different team for large periods, didn't give them a, a, a sniff in the game, really. Got ourselves 3-1 in front, and then became a little bit casual, obviously, I'm not happy with us giving away the sloppy set pieces because they're so effective at them. And, and Kilmarnock kept going and they got the second goal and I was I was glad to hear the final whistle at the end. Again, it was a mixed bag, but what I would say is it's a difficult place to come. That's their, They've only lost once at home in, 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 te- in nine games before this, so it was a big win for us away from home again. Craig? Yeah, no, he touches on the pitch. Obviously, uh, you know, I, I do believe that the, the, the artificial pitches can be a leveller. Uh, so, you know, you touch on Kilmarnock's home form and it is impressive, uh, used to playing on that pitch. So so Michael's, he, he's bang on in terms of going there and getting a result. Very important. Again, I, I just think that, you know, in terms of Rangers um, knocking out 90 minutes, we still haven't seen that yet under under Michael. And he, he would like to see, because look, majority of the teams are going to be quite direct and look to get the ball forward early and get the ball into the box and I still th- I would like to see although there's been a uh, partnership starting to grow now with Goldson and Davies yeah. I would still like to see defensively even with goalkeeper to be able to handle those things coming into the box a, lo- a lot better mm-hmm. a lot better but the right result Morelos with a couple of goals Kent scores a really really nice goal um, three points moves on he's, he's undefeated in his time at the football club and re-energised uh, you know players within so um, they're in a good space Sloppy set pieces he said Andy you don't win trophies if you don't sort out the defence Yeah it might be an area of concern for him I, I think until you get a recognised number one I think it's always going to be a problem when you're chopping and changing uh, McGregor and McLaughlin and uh, you know he spoke about McLaughlin coming in at Tannadice because apparently he's maybe better at uh, taking cross balls, but didn't look that way last night. And um, you know I, th- I think the the whole pitch debate. I, d- I don't know any player, I don't know any manager or coach who likes it, but the clubs don't do anything about it, so it will always be that way. They could easily have got uh, rid of the pitches when there was only one club with a plastic pitch in the top flight, but no one's interested, so the, the plastic pitches are here to stay. They sure are. You both don't like them at all, do you? I'm, no. I'm, I'm not awful. a fan. Terrible. Terrible. I yeah. think it's an awful spectacle. Yeah, and it should have happened last season when there was only one team, Livingston, uh, in the Premiership at that point. But there's more now, it's probably tougher. What do you think? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Andy Walker is here tonight. So too is... Craig Moore still watching there. Melbourne, you know oh, it well. Yeah. Oh, look at it. Look at that. What a city. Oh, your eyes are, filling, uh, your eyes are filling up. And what a city. I, I know that is city that at four o'clock in the morning as well. Oh, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, well done, Andy Murray. He's through if you're just tuning in. This is the Go Radio tennis uh, football show here. <laughs> uh, coming from the heart of Glasgow, we're with Macklin Motors. We're taking your calls. And you're on the socials as well at Go Football Show. What are you thinking about last night? One of the headlines today is Jim Goodwin digs in. He says he won't get give up his job 
And why should he? But it was a trouncing last night. Um, 5-0 at Hearts. And Andy, you were there. You saw the game. So what did you make of it? For what it's worth, I thought going into it after 130 minutes of the weekend, the pitch at Hamden, I I couldn't have seen an Aberdeen win at all. I don't think I saw five. Yeah, I I was the same. I expected Hearts to win a narrow game. I expected Aberdeen to put up a better fight because they they were six behind uh, Hearts. They did have high hopes of finishing third and getting into Europe. It's now nine... And speaking to Jim after the game, he's absolutely shell-shocked. And he used words like embarrassment and humiliation. And, uh, you know, he was the quickest manager I've ever seen out to do an interview. I don't think he spent much time with the players after the game. I think he was too angry. So um, everything now turns uh, to Monday night when they go away uh, against Darvo, junior club, who will be loving the whole occasion. And there is no... Uh, there's no room for any slip up there or else it'll be curtains. They had a good crowd with them yesterday, didn't they? It was, was 18,500 overall, but they had a few thousand, I think. Yeah, they did. But the, the small element that they get from the away support, it looked as though they'd, they'd absolutely filled it. But, I mean, as I said to Jim last night, I saw scores of people leaving well before half-time because it was 3-0 mm. before 40 minutes. It was actually 4-0 at half-time. And a lot of people had had, had enough uh, by then. The surprise for me, Paul, was uh, you, when I seen it was 4-0 at half-time that it actually finished 5-0. Uh, because when you concede four, I know that obviously then you come out and you try to damage limitation, Andy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, and to be fair, they must have done that, obviously to only concede one. But, but uh, Craig, I'm telling you, um, George Grant had a great effort, cleared off the line. Mm. Lawrence Shanklin hit the post. That could have been more. Uh, Stephen Humphreys come on as a sub and had he yeah. shot earlier when he had a chance, it yeah. might have got one. It, it could have been a lot more. Aberdeen got a goal with virtually the last kick of the ball, but it was ruled out with uh, VAR with a, a bit of offside. But mm. um, they were well beaten, and they were well beaten in every department. Lazio are interested in their striker. Mayofsky, two and a half million pounds transfer offer is coming in. Mm. And we know that Christian Ramirez, he's gone back to Columbus Crew Sunsport, okay. says that today. So that's been mentioned. He, he wasn't a regular, decent no, player. No, but yeah, yeah. No, look, he, he was, I thought he was very good for Aberdeen last yeah. year. Mm. Uh, obviously, this season, um, you know, under Jim this season with Mayofsky coming in, it was clear that Mayofsky was the, the main striker for, for Aberdeen. and Look, I actually got a really good look at Miofsky probably for the first time uh, over the weekend. And What did you think? I, I, I like the look of him. Um, what did you like? He's, he's not the quickest. He's, he's big. He's got a bit of size. He's got a presence about him. I tell you what, he's got a great left peg on him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the goal that he scores is ruled out for offside. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he finishes that well, tight angle. Uh, his finish, I thought, was actually a great finish. You'll appreciate it, yeah. Andy, being a striker. Yeah, he, he, just, he just puts it back to where it's come from. Uh, it's a clever finish. Um, so if they were to lose him, um, it would be a big a big loss because I think he's a decent player for Aberdeen the, um, and he, he can score goals. Yeah, they'll, they'll hope to lose him quickly. so that they, I mean, I think it's good business mm. if you can get two and a half million for him, but you'd want a bit of time to try and spend that money to replace him because he's the one that's getting you all the goals. Duke, uh, the guy Lopez, was good last night. He was sharp. Nothing really came off for him, but... I mean, it's a good bit of business for Aberdeen to do, but they're, they're losing their main goal scorer. How was Clarkson? He was good, he was busy, yeah, yeah. Um, but nothing, there was nothing in the last third for yeah, Aberdeen. Yeah. And Miofsky, <coughs> excuse me, Miofsky had the better chance when when actually it was 3-0, he was through yeah. with a 1v1. Sibic actually got Shot back wide. and did a, 
a, a great tackle but Aberdeen were really poor and that's with Graham Shinney as well isn't it who yeah. did well well he, got the, he, yep. he was unfortunate with the first goal the just OG. came off him and it, it just trickled over the line but we gave and, it to Ginelli but yeah, <laughs> in every department yeah. uh, hearts were superior we hate to hear that but some of the wires are saying that people like Paul Lambert Neil Lennon could they be the next manager but you know he hasn't been there that long I mean ever since the Rangers defeat 93 minutes and 2-1 Aberdeen yeah. and there was an injury time which there should have been and 3-2 at the end I don't have, do you think they've recovered from that? Well, I mean, the the run would suggest no. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's sometimes it, there are certain performances or certain not, or, or results or the way you you can lose a match uh, and it can take its toll. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Um, look, it, it's a tough job. Look, Aberdeen is a tough job anyway because I think anybody that come in on the back of um, you know the recent stuff with Derek McInnes who'd, who, who'd done a wonderful job up at Aberdeen so Stephen Glass was always up against it up against and it the, the idea was that he was given the job he didn't really earn it and I think for a club the size of Aberdeen I think you should you know have a, a reputation and yeah. to be fair Jim Goodwin has got a good reputation he did good things at Alloa he's done good things at uh, St Mirren and his home form is actually quite good, but good I, I think you're right, Craig. I think they've really struggled to get over the manner of that defeat that, that to defeat. Rangers when they were 2-1 up and, and they had two minutes to go of a seven-minute injury time mm-hmm. and they lost it. I mean, it would have been bad enough to concede an equaliser, but they yeah. lost it. Craig, what about the Belgian playmaker then? Daniel Raskin, um, Standard Liège. Could he be on the way to Ibrox? The, the talks are going on. Talks are going on. Look, what, what I do know, obviously attacking midfielder. Again, it's kind of a position that Rangers seem to be looking at uh, in terms of uh, adding to the squad. Being involved in the junior national team stuff uh, with Belgium. Um, had one club in Standard Liège been some contract issues and, and therefore the talk even going back when Giovanni was there his name was 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 muted uh, for a move to Rangers so I'd be interested to see how that goes um, What does that mean about Todd Cantwell then? Well uh, the, the, It's gone quiet hasn't it? Well it's gone it's has it gone quiet? I mean, we just we, we, we maybe don't hear everything in the in, sure. the, in the papers or, or certainly what's happening behind closed doors. But look, I mean... Can't, can't we have all seen? Can't, yeah. He's going to say. Yeah. yeah. And again, yeah. can't we... Uh, I've heard mixed reports uh, in terms of, you know, what he was like a couple of years ago. Fantastic talent. Uh, he was 22 then. I believe he's 24 years of age now. So you think you're getting a more matured, experienced yeah. player, but has probably struggled recently, which may be why the opportunity has, has come along. And, and Michael Bill seems to be the coach that kind of likes these these projects. projects are, are, uh, but at Rangers, projects, we need players that, that are going to come in, that are going to hit the ground running, that know exactly uh, what is at stake. Well, big, uh, big characters yeah. as well. Well, I'm talking about characters. I saw your old pal John Brown at the There's Sunday a big game. There's a big one. I'm, the sure he, I'm sure he was down there watching Paddy Roberts. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's obviously doing a lot of miles, just trying to get the the, the players yep. in for Rangers, yep. and uh, he goes here, there, and everywhere. That's a yeah. mischievous Andy Walker, there, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, yeah. But the bomber. I tell you what, you talk what a what a man he was um, as a player. It, Oh, he's still there still and, and a man yeah. I, as a player he was hard as nails but every time I mention him a player he says yeah yeah no, I was, I've seen that player oh yeah no we, we, we recommended him uh, a, a year ago or something like that so no, great value Bomber um, and I tell you what hard 
hard as nails. Hey, he could play as well. Oh, tell you. I mean, I, I can remember when he was at Hamilton and yeah. was at Dundee. Dundee. Yeah. And then, of course, he made the, the move to Rangers. Had some great tussles with him, but good to see him at the weekend. I know he's really busy going Works here, hard. there and everywhere. Works and hard. Trying, he, to, trying to get one or two players in. Do you know who probably will be the least popular former wonderful footballer today? For Celtic fans, it'll be John Barnes. Apparently, he's urged Ange Postacoglu to jump at the chance of going <laughs> to West Ham if the job becomes available so he's just uh, that means uh, it would have to be farewell David yeah, Moyes yeah I think he's I think he's committed to, to Celtic for a while but I, I totally get the attraction yeah. of of working in the English Premier League the, the level of competition is just so high and the idea of being successful um, down there I think his dream job if Ange Postecoglou was to go I, I think he's a, a big Liverpool man but you know, would he would he yeah, go, yeah, would he no, would he get thing. would he get the opportunity to to go to Liverpool? But I mean, having said that, I think he's he's absolutely committed at the moment to his life in Glasgow. The Liverpool fans would love his style of play, wouldn't they, Craig? Oh, they they, they yeah. certainly would. But I, I'll kind of agree with you, uh, Paul. I don't think too many Celtic fans would be happy with John Barnes. <laughs> what <laughs> so, a player! But his, his time in uh, management here was. Uh, uh, brief. And to, brief. <laughs> it was it was brief. Uh, but Unforgettable in a you way. You look at West Ham though. West yeah. Ham this time. Last season, we were talking about oh, can sure. they can they finish in a Champions League position? Yeah. They currently sit third bottom yeah. in the Premiership. Yeah. It's hope. amazing the turnaround. But you remember that uh, John Barnes with Inverness Cali, yes, Viduka just yeah. took his boots off at half time. Said, "I'm not playing." Didn't come out for the second half. Have you ever done that? <laughs> no, I know the answer. We've got a good question coming from a Celtic fan next, saying, "Why are Scottish?" clubs and the football system not producing uh, people like Kyogo and Hatati. He watched them carefully last night and he says just the, the technique that they have. Why are we not producing players like this at Rangers, Celtic and all the Scottish clubs? That's next. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Find your nearest dealership at macklinmotors.co.uk Let's go! Thanks Chris for the traffic and travel keeping you up to date to get home here in Glasgow and the west of Scotland. Paul Cooney with Andy Walker and Craig Moore back after that great performance the other night with Big John Hartson. Craig's with us and Andy, well you've been everywhere, you've been at Sunderland at the weekend as well. Um, we'll talk to you maybe about that, there's so much on the go. So just before the break, the break, Greg's been on, a big Celtic fan, he was at the game last night and he poses a question and the question is, um, he says not many people are talking about this but one of the biggest takeaways from last night, the technical ability of Hatati and Kyogo. The skill, technique and accuracy of his first goal was incredible. Any young Scottish striker should be studying the finish. Absolutely incredible. The question for Greg to you is, why are Scottish academies, clubs, the system, why are we not producing Kyogos and Hatatis and he says oh by the way big Kobayashi looked super smooth he liked the look of Yuki Kobayashi <coughs> Andy what do you think you came through had a great career why are we not producing more players with that technical ability M maybe we're not practising enough maybe we're not playing enough when mm. I was coming through at Motherwell I, I would say Gary McAllister was exceptional yeah. I would say Tom Boyd was exceptional mm. and they went on to have brilliant careers Um in recent years, you've had Kieran Tierney at Celtic. You've had Andy Robertson, who came through at uh, Queen's Park. Uh, who else? John McGinn, who came through at St Mirren, I think. Uh, went on to, he to Hibs yeah. and he's now at Villa and now at Scotland. Um, so, yeah, we'd like to get a bit more of them, but I, I, I keep going back to it. If you're a manager under pressure, you are bringing in the, the finished product, if you can, because you cannot afford to wait for the young 
Scottish player to to come through. I mean, Palm, Palm, I played with Paul McStay, oh, sure. exceptional. Mm. Before him, maybe Charlie, exceptional. Um, but I, I I agree with the the point in general that. We, we maybe don't uh, produce enough. Right now, Ben Doak has got to be the one. Oh, who that's is... exactly where I was going to come come, yeah. in, come into. I mean, the thing is, when you're talking about top top quality, they don't come through in groups normally. You know what I mean? So you you, you touch on Ben Doak. I mean, Ben Doak is an exceptional quality. Uh, he's going to go on and have a fantastic career. He's doing fantastically well at Liverpool. You know, and I look at Rangers and I look at Alex Lowry, slightly yeah. older. He can be a great player. He's still learning and all that sort of stuff. The biggest thing that you touched on, I think, Andy, is um, it's about managers trusting these younger players and and actually giving them the opportunity and giving them that chance. I'm out watching enough games, and I'm talking about under-18s, reserve team football, um, to to the callers, Greg. Yeah. uh, Mate, there's talent out there. There, there is talent out there. Yeah, but they need an opportunity. Do you think Alec Lowry will get... The amount of games that he needs to become a better player at Rangers. No, no. Well, that's the problem. Yeah, it's the, yeah. It's, it's so where's the he going to go? And he might be a supporter. He might stay there for, I don't know, eh, hoping that he might get a chance, and he, he might stay there too long. But we've all had, and we've all played in teams where it it, it takes it takes a manager to be brave. You know, Barry Ferguson who works on here, you know, Dick Avocat. If Dick Avocat wasn't there at that time, to to really say, I trust you, son. And you're going to be a captain of this football club, and you're a great player. I don't, I don't care about your age. So you, you need he, the Barry, backing. Barry was exceptional, but at that stage, it was a big call from Dick Avocat. We had yeah. two guys in the middle of the park who, by the way, went okay. Claudio Reina, Big George Alberts, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. No, no, Barry, you're my man. That's a big call for a young, a young player. It's yeah. the, you, you need to have somebody that's brave enough to say, "Go on, son, on you go." guess the Billy Kilmer is the kind of talent that it shows you that he decides to go from Rangers to Chelsea thinking I'll get game time there or you know he wanted the, to be at Chelsea the, yeah there was a while Paul when yeah. I saw him briefly with Chelsea and you thought oh he's exceptional yeah. we, we go and play England at Wembley mm-hmm. and he's maybe the, the top man for us but he has dropped off he's not been playing as regularly he's maybe not uh, been playing as well mm-hmm. but um, he is one that has maybe dropped off that idea of it being exceptional mm-hmm. it's um, it's really tough and you, you need you need an opportunity and mm. I would just go back to it. I think managers now you look at what Motherwell are doing for example where do they go when they're in trouble they went to was it Stockport to bring in the, mm. the lad from Stockport yep, yep. Um, I don't know what they've got in their in their reserves in their youth team but that's how difficult it is Motherwell have gone to to Stockport to get someone who might be able to get them out of trouble, and the top teams look. The top teams probably have the 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 luxury more so to to drip the talent in when they need they need to. And you mentioned Andy the the Motherwell's and Ross Counties, um, you know Achilles and the teams that are down mm. there fighting all that sort of stuff. It's about surviving, yeah. So like yeah. again, they 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 tend to go with experience and people that they think that they can keep them in the league which which works against a younger player it's why you sometimes see in Australia very quickly Paul sorry it's good. In, no, no. In, in Australia is because there's no there's no relegation uh, coaches are a little bit more um, happy I, enough to, to go, go go throw younger players in there to give them the opportunity to develop it's part of it that for years it was more about uh, the brawn rather than the brain you know most players became 
six foot, six foot two or whatever. There weren't so many smaller, slight players who perhaps, you know, the old-fashioned wingers. If, if, if you, I, I remember, was it Peter Grant I was talking to and he was talking about uh, having a chat with Alex Ferguson, what's the best bit of advice you would give a young player? And he just used one word, practice. practice now, yeah. I wasn't exceptional, but I had a career. And I, I played with a school team and I played with uh, two other amateur teams at the weekend. Mm. You're not allowed to do that now. If you are showing any sign of being a decent player, mm. you will be snapped up at a club 10, 11, 12, and you can't play for your school. You can't play for a, an amateur club. And I, I think that's part of the problem because you, you, you're, you're not getting the ball at your feet. Uh, enough minutes, enough hours. Practice it is. It's your spot of practice. I mean, I'm obviously helping or representing a, a lot of younger players nowadays. And um, the advice that I kind of give and try to work with uh, with the players and their clubs, and it was something that worked extremely well for myself, is when the player's physically ready, and obviously if there is ability there, men's football as soon as you possibly can. As soon as you possibly can. And I'll tell you what, the, the development of the player goes through the roof. It really does. Um, so, again, it's like sometimes it's hard to then throw that necessarily straight into the first team and they maybe need to come down a league uh, to well, get, to get got, that exposure. Craig, you've got Celtic and Rangers who've got teams in the in Lowland the, League. Yeah. I, I wonder, I've never seen a Lowland League game, mm-hmm. I do wonder about the quality yeah. of mm-hmm. opposition that you're playing against if you're a young Celtic or Rangers player trying to develop are, are you really going to develop in a lowland league mm. I, I'm not sure whereas when you both played there was the reserve football yes and surely it's better that you were playing in the reserves where there'd be great young talent coming through and also pros like yourself are maybe coming back from injury or dare well, I say you've been dropped for a couple of games yeah. or whatever because if you're at Hearts Aberdeen or whatever the old firm are lucky to be in that lower league at the moment but how do you get game time? How do you learn? And how can young players come through? Well, I, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for any sort of football until I was nineteen, and I was given a chance to be a full time player, and I still wasn't ready to be in the first team. So I needed good coaching, I needed full time training, and I, I needed good, experienced pros in the reserves. And uh, that, that's what I had and that's what that's what brought me on. Now, it, it, it's completely different. I'm not saying it's, it's a broken system. It's just different. But I would go along with the idea that if you're playing uh, more often than not, if you're getting the ball at your feet uh, more often than not, it will help you become a better player. The beautiful game. It's all about practice, isn't it? And getting opportunity. I do feel for some of the kids. I know they're mm. treated really well. They roll out the red carpet at the big clubs. Yeah. You know, you're playing at one of the biggest clubs. It must be amazing. But if you're not getting game time and well, you I, can't I play was, for your school. Yeah. I, and I, I don't think I had any coaching as such until I got to Motherwell. And my, I, my eyes were totally opened up with Tommy McLean, yeah. Tom Forsyth. Mm. They, they, had, they showed me how, how you could be an important part of a team and a system. So I got coached then, serious serious coaching. But before that, it was just the ball at my feet and mm. playing a lot of games and you, you, you learn from your mistakes. Tom Forsyth's boy, Davey. I say boy, he's 45. Big <laughs> listener and uh, loves your club, yeah. Craig. So he's a yep. great listener to the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Okay, it was good. To, good that was a good point though from Greg, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, it is. Just and the, you, you want so, yeah. so many more to come through at all of the clubs wouldn't it be great and 
I mean, I know it's. I'm not just picking on Motherwell here. Motherwell's a club close to my heart, but yeah. uh, they're in trouble and they've gone to Stockport, yeah. to a, a team that are just out of the National League, to uh, get someone who they think will will get them out of trouble instead of, you know, going to to one of their own. It's really tough to to make it at, at Motherwell these days. And the perceived wisdom is, well, you can't throw kids, young ones, in when you're struggling. Second, uh, listen, Motherwell got a great history yeah. of young players coming through, but sure. um, it's very difficult to come through when you're under so much pressure as the manager is now uh, for points and uh, you know just to to steer clear of relegation. Some of the speculation today. Um, I keep looking at the screen to see how many days to go, but we were watching the tennis there. Well done, Andy Murray, getting through in five sets uh, against uh, Kokonakis there in Melbourne. Some of the headlines on the transfer front today. The Spanish side, Cadiz, are reported to have joined the race for Georgius Giacomakis. Uh, what about Swansea's Morgan Whitaker? Rangers, a bid of around one and a half million, Craig, for the 22-year-old, mm. but... It's not enough for Swansea. We don't know whether or not they're going to release him. What do you think? Again, I mean, we, we, I don't know, to be honest with you, in regards to whether or not, um, you know, Rangers are, are in serious, serious negotiations at this stage with, with Whitaker. Obviously, now he's a, he, he plays on the right as a lefty. He likes to come in, um, you know, decent kind of experience at championship level, League One level. Um, and, and it's a player, again, that... Um, has probably got that upside, but Swansea are looking for the right price, and Rangers will need to to get to that if they are at that situation where they're, they're negotiating if they want to um, secure the player. Twelve days, five hours to go. The transfer window. Have you thought of any greater Scottish footballer or any sport better than Andy Murray? I don't think we'll find one, will we? No, I don't think so. I think he's just an absolute superstar and has been doing it for, for so long. And I think Craig's right. We, we should really enjoy him now because there can be much more left of him when he's uh, he's got a, a metal hip already. That's yeah. unbelievable. But unbelievable well, to come back from those type of injuries yeah. uh, and still be able to, to perform like that at the highest level. It's, uh, it says a lot about the person and the character. It really does. Scottish Cup this weekend, isn't it? So it's going to be Celtic early kickoff against Morton. Uh, then later on, St Johnson against Rangers. And the other headline is Monday. It's going to be Darvel against Aberdeen. Quick break, and then we're going to take some of your calls, and we're going to hear from Michael Beale speaking about Morellis and Kent, and Ange Postacoglu speaking about David Turnbull and Yoki. Kobayashi. That's coming next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk. Choose and reserve your next used car online today for a fully refundable £99. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show, Paul Cooney with Craig Moore and Andy Walker. We're taking calls now 0808 17 17 700. You can join Greg and the others who've been on on the conversation at Go Football Show. Last night wins for Rangers, win for Celtic and win for Hearts. Livy fans and Dundee United fans quite rightly unhappy at the late postponement of Livy against Dundee United. Talk about that in a moment or two. But let's go to Michael Beale speaking about Rangers win. 3-2 last night against Kilmarnock. I've never seen a good game 
on this surface, to be fair, and I didn't think tonight was. I thought Kilmarnock started the game really well, put us under a lot of pressure, the throws, the set plays, and we didn't deal with it well at all. Conceded, and then we thought it was going to be a long night, but we actually recovered and played some good football, scored a really good goal. Come out second half, was like a different team for large periods, didn't give them a, a, a sniff in the game, really. Got ourselves 3-1 in front, and then became a little bit casual, obviously, I'm not happy with us giving away the sloppy set pieces because they're so effective at them and, and Kilmarnock kept going and they got the second goal and I was I was glad to hear the final whistle at the end. So not entirely happy? I've never seen a good game on this surface. That's a longer version of that. And Craig, you did say earlier on that there you haven't yet seen a 90-minute performance. No, no, and, I, and yeah. um, Mike will be honest enough to say that, that he hasn't either. Um, but what they have f- found um, since Michael's come in is um, a way to win. Yeah. Yeah, to go and get results. What's that? Seven from eight now. Um, so he's he, he's on a very very good run. He he has been playing Morelos. People might say it's to get fitness to to maybe you know try and get him out irrelevant. Michael Beale's not interested in that right now. What he's interested in is that he's he's managed to come in and score goals, which is important. Uh, Kent was another player that uh, seems to be enjoying himself now under under Michael. I think the concern is like I says that two one. It's like to. Go get the third to kill the game off. They dwell a little bit, then they go and get the third, um, and then they concede late on. And then right at right at the end, I mean, Rangers deserve to win the game, but right at the end, you know that Goldson has a has a header where McLaughlin's kind of nearly out of his goal, and then there was a short pass. It was just game management. But I think, you know, take the points, move on. He's got players still coming into the team um, from back from fitness, and he's he's getting results, which is important. 10-man Kilmarnock by that time because you would imagine Rangers would have been uh, home and dry. Joe Wright, did you see the volley last night? What what a volley it was. Brilliant goal. They're fighting for their lives, uh, Kelly. They're they're down there at the bottom of the table with probably scrapping with Ross County, with Motherwell, with Dundee United and Kelly uh, are fighting for their their lives. So they almost got some Derek talks about being close to the, the, the bigger clubs but uh, very tough to get points against that quality of opposition. See, Mick McCarthy has been appointed the manager, the head coach Blackpool. of Blackpool. We'll talk about that in a moment or two. Your old teammate, Andy, big Mick McCarthy. He's yeah. some player, wasn't he? Some player yeah. and a really good guy. And I've yeah. interviewed him a couple of times at games that he's been at for 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 Wolves and God, he's been around the the whole place uh, down south. He's was in Ireland Sunderland. as well. He was he Sunderland. Obviously, did the yeah. the Ireland thing. Sure. Ipswich. A bit of that great fallout with, with Roy Keane. That was tasty, wasn't it? That uh, was a shame, tasty. actually. Yeah, and Roy Keane came back, right back to Rangers. What's the manager saying about? Well, the two key players who are out of contract uh, any time now. He's working very hard. For, this is about Morellas. He's working very hard for the team, and uh, he's not missed many chances in the in the previous games. But tonight, he obviously thought he took both his goals really well. It was a real handful. He helped drag us up the pitch, and I thought again, our front three were very very effective in the game. Andy, what are you seeing? What are you thinking now about Morellas? Has it changed at all that he's getting goals? I think Michael Beale has made a difference. He's he's showing um, Morellas a lot of love. I think he's showing Ryan Kent a lot of love. I think he's getting a wee bit back. Their level of performance has improved. Uh, and it was good to hear Ryan Kent speak to Luke Shanley last night. He's addressed his uh, position. And uh, I think he's saying that the manager... Uh, is trusting them to to put in better performances because I think for a while there, Craig, we were wondering whether uh, both Morelos and Kent were were committed and focused, and mm-hmm. I think they did lose it for for a little while. 
And it's such a huge decision because if they both stay, great. You would imagine that they'll go on and be and be as important as they have been. But if they both go, uh, that's a huge loss to yeah. any manager. Yeah, no, it would definitely be a big hole to, to fill because, yeah. look, the two players have, have, have made huge contributions to this team uh, and to the club o- over the years. Um, I found it interesting also, Michael was saying that he's going to allow kind of things, you know, just to go, let, to let Ryan Kent just enjoy his football now. He didn't want to be talking too much about the, the contract scenario, which I also found very, very interesting and it shows that there is a little bit of trust there between coach and player. Yep, here he is speaking about Ryan Kent. Yeah, well, it's, it's, I'm a friendly face too, Ryan. I've known him since he's 15 years old, uh, back from the time we worked together at Liverpool and the time we had here previous. He knows how much I think of him. He knows what his teammates and the football club think of him. We're just asking him to go and, and get on with his football. We've had a lot of uh, big games recently. We've got a massive game coming up the weekend. And then the, after that, there's time where we can have a chance to sit down. It, it's probably on me. I don't want to put too much in Ryan's mind. I want to set him free and let him go and play football with a smile on his face. And he's doing that. I thought it was terrific in the semi-final at the weekend. And I thought, obviously, tonight, he's, uh, it's nice to see him score a goal. Yeah, he's definitely changed, hasn't he, Andy? You know, the smile on his face. My, my, my gut feeling is he won't be there next season. I think he, he does have a good relationship with Michael Beale, but I think if he wanted to stay, I think he would have committed uh, by now. Uh, might be wrong, but that's just the... don't know about you, Craig, that's my gut feeling. He'll probably go at the end of the season. Yeah, I, look, I mean, before Michael's obviously come back, I, I was adamant that both Morelos and Kent would be leaving. Uh, but certainly since Michael has come back in, um, you know, that both players have seem to, to find some form or have lifted uh, Kent in particular um, and, and I'm probably now thinking that that Kent more so than Morelos uh, there's a big opportunity for Rangers uh, to keep him hopefully Barry said a few weeks ago he wouldn't be surprised if Ryan Kent signs a new contract mm-hmm. not saying he's going to be here for three years yeah. but maybe another year a new contract which would make him more look because they've lost so much money on on that asset yep. by the way the contract has been able to run down so if he signs a new one get another year out of him mm-hmm. and maybe go next if spots maybe we will find out did Stan Petrov do that for Celtic did he yeah, sign some sort of extension and then Celtic got money right. for him before yep. he went to where was it Villa Villa, Villa. Villa. yep Aston Villa was that right he signed a new extension and Celtic got money I'm yep. not sure anyway uh, it's all up in the air but um, I mean he was at one time when he was you know attracting the interest from big clubs mm. you, you would think he was around the £15 million pound mark sure. yeah. mm. so in a business sense it's been a really poor decision to let it go this far can't, I can't disagree and I think you know everyone's been pretty consistent on that haven't they um, you know your top players the ones that have made huge huge contributions you sell them normally with 18 months to two years left of their contract. Um, you certainly don't want to be in a position where potentially you're going to get no money uh, for, for those players. So, look, hopefully that's not the case for Rangers. Love to see Kent re-sign. If, if he does move on and Rangers get their money, uh, fantastic because it wouldn't be such a big loss. I think Morelos, though, I, I don't see them 
recruiting any money and I think he'll see his contract out and move on but I could be wrong Celtic a 4-0 win last night over St Mirren here's the manager speaking about the goals yeah really pleased with our goals you know again stuff we work on um, you know, Kyogo's two goals we were outstanding both from a team perspective and also individual perspective you know get a goal from a corner our set pieces have been strong all year and you know a great strike from, from Bull for the fourth one so um, and I thought you know couple of great moves that we didn't quite end in goals but yeah I thought um, so our football was excellent Where will we go with this Andy? What about Kyogo? So quieter start to the season for him but 18 goals Brilliant and the quality of that finish in the first half it was just delightful to get that height on the ball and almost for it to, to drop in so softly I think that that really highlighted his quality he's always looking to uh, to go in behind it reminded me a little bit of his goal in the, the cup final against Hibs when he finished it high into the net um, he, he's the type of guy that I think will probably end up um, top scorer this season in Scotland I know that Shankland is mm-hmm. doing really well yeah, uh, I know that Miofsky is doing really well and Morelos is obviously used to scoring heavily but Seven goals. Kyogo looks as though he could score every week see that goal is the official word for that a dink did he dink it or was it a bit a more dink? than that? No, it's a, a bit lob. more. Is it a lob? Maybe? I don't right. think it was a dink. dink no, it's a bit more. A, bit, a dink is just over. Okay. A lob is high. Okay. I think. Yeah, I'll go with that. But he's, Did you ever score a, a dink or a lob? I, I loads of times, but never never professionally. <laughs> no, a little little dink, you know, when you're playing over 35s yeah. and all that. I tried things when I was playing over 35s that I'd never dream of um, as a professional. There you go. What what about uh, David Turnbull's goal late in the game? It's quite a strike. Here's his manager. He probably hasn't had the season he'd wanted to, but, you know, it's still got you know, quite a bit of the season to go. And, uh, yeah, it was a bit unfortunate he got sent off and he had to miss two games kind of in the middle period. We were quite busy because he would have played definitely through that, but... You see his quality tonight and you know, he'll get games on him. And I've got no doubt he'll have a so- stronger second half of the year. Craig, what do you like about David Turnbull? He scores goals, doesn't he? He scores goals. He's, he's, he's not afraid um, to, to have shots from distance. Um, this season has been slightly disappointing because there's a player that come in and um, has done well uh, for Celtic. But no, I, I like the goals. I like the confidence. He takes up decent positions uh, and he wants to ask questions of the goalkeeper and he normally hits the target. Yeah, I think it's a great uh, attribute to have, scoring goals from distance, mm-hmm. having a player who's capable of finding the back of the net. I can remember Hatati at Tynecastle scoring with a, some sort of bullet uh, shot, but it's not often you see Celtic score from outside the box. Their general players getting to the byline, cutbacks getting balls into the box. But Turnbull is the one who's capable of a of a goal from distance and it's it's really valuable, I think. If you were him, would you be thinking, he seems to have a great attitude, but he yeah. must be thinking, what do I have to do to get to a, a start in the Celtic team? Well, he, 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 he got an opportunity last night and he's taken it he's scored a goal he's got a shot on target I think he's a great uh, he can deliver a really good set piece uh, a, mm-hmm. a corner a free kick uh, so I think he's got a lot to offer I think you need to to be patient and when the time comes uh, you know you, you want to be able to have that feeling from the manager that he will trust you in big games yeah. and all you can do uh, is, is really go in when you get that opportunity grab it with both hands a good performance a goal um that, that's all you can do when you when you're at a club like Celtic. You know, Andrew said a number of times throughout the season and recently. If you think you're here and you're going to play every single game, then, then think again. You know, it's a deep squad. We everyone's going to ha- have a big contribution in the league. So the big clubs, it's hard to play every single week. 
but you must always take your chance when you get it. Well, you, you look at the, the players that come on, I think five subs come on for Celtic. Turnbull was one, Moy was another, uh, Haksabanovic, Forrest and Maida. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a bit of quality. They could all <laughs> play from the start. So yeah. Turnbull got a bit of an opportunity mm. and he's he's found the back of the net. That's that's all you can ask for. What about Leila Bada? We spoke about him last night with Stephen McGinn and Barry Ferguson. Just had a feeling that would be his night last night because 10 goals he's got, Andy. Yeah, no, he's not a natural... He's not the focal point of mm. a, a striker. I think he's he's showing that he can be a, a natural finisher and I think he he times his runs into the box really well. When the ball's on the other side, he's very keen to get into that business area of the pitch and finish it first time, get onto things, get onto a loose ball, get onto a cross. Uh, and I think there's more to come from him because he's he's still so young. Yeah, you touch on it. Very, very young player. I actually think he's got an old head uh, on young shoulders. He takes up great positions. He, he really understands the position. Um, because when Celtic break and how Celtic break and it's down the other side he knows he's not a winger he's a second striker and, and they're the positions that he takes up and he get, he he gets great positions and he scores goals Carter Vickers out last night there's been an injury he's probably going to miss one or two but not too many games and uh, how did the manager feel Kobayashi did? Yeah it was strong um, we threw him in and uh, you know it's not easy still adjusting to football here life here but um, you know I think you saw his qualities on the ball he's really composed and you know he had to defend today against a you know, pretty physical team pretty direct team and for the most part I thought he handled it okay and you know, he'll get better from that for sure Jimmy a Celtic fan's been on the socials Andy and he was impressed by Kobayashi yeah, I think you need composure and I think you need passing ability. But uh, if you're going into a big game, if you're going into a game that you need to win, you need players like Carter Vickers. You need mm. you need a battler. You need a warrior. Mm. You need someone who's really strong as well as being composed. And I think that's what you get with Carter Vickers. And that's why if there's a big game uh, coming round, you want him in your team. The news is next. Then we're back. More calls. Andy Walker, Craig Moore. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Book your service, MOT or repair online today at macklinmotors.co.uk. Let's go! The Go Radio Football Show with macklinmotors.com. Listen anytime, wherever you get your podcasts. And what a performance just under an hour ago after four in the morning. Five hours, 45 minutes on court. Andy Murray, the longest of his career, and he's through to the third round. It's fin- he was two sets down. It's phenomenal. Did you say the longest also of his career? Yes. Wow. Wow. What, what an athlete. I mean, an absolute champion. Consecutive rounds. Um, yeah, to go five sets, to go yeah. five hours plus on the back of the injuries that Andy Murray has had. Um, uh, he's an incredible athlete uh, and an absolute winner, I've got to say. We don't have Andy Murray, but we've got Andy Walker with us. And Andy, <laughs> you love your tennis. It's brilliant, isn't it? And he's an encouragement to all young boys, girls. Fantastic example. And uh, just the way he conducts himself, that will to win, the determination, and every single point. I'll say it again, he's a yeah. superstar. 35 years old you know in terms of sport and all the young ones coming through but he is phenomenal what uh, an inspiration to any, to everyone you used to be a regular I think at Busby weren't you at the, uh, I, at liked, the golf course, uh, yeah? I liked the tennis yes. and uh, I, I just I, I love watching them uh, I love watching them play and the fact that he's bounced back from that hip injury uh, I think it just tells you everything about him sure does so 
Checking some of the headlines on the transfers. Is Raskin on his way to Rangers? Beginning to look like it. The Belgian, how old? 22 years old, Craig, you were saying? Uh, 21. 21. 21, wow. yeah. yeah. Now a young lad. Uh, so again, it's kind of the profile, isn't it, that, that, um, that Rangers are kind of looking at. Players that they think can come in, there's still a bit of work to do to, to try and develop them. Um, it's a difficult balance, though, Andy, you know, because you've got to come in and you've got to be ready. You've got to be ready. You've got to be thick-skinned and you've got to have the character to go and actually do what the, the, the supporters are going to ask and demand of you every single game. Yeah, and you're looking at Celtic and they have got seasoned pros, seasoned winners. They've got experience. They've got players who've been over the course and that's what makes it so difficult for, for Rangers to, to catch up. Todd Cantwell as well. It looks as though... He's on his way to Rangers. The clubs have agreed and it's up to the player to accept the terms. But what a move. I mean, from Norwich, and we know he hasn't been playing the way he was two years ago. Um, it's not been happening for him. But what an opportunity to go to, to Rangers. What would you say to him, Craig, if he was uh, if he was asking, why go to grab, Scotland? Grab it, grab it, son. And go and, and work hard. And you will be under pressure every single day at, the, at this football club. You need to go out and win football matches. Make sure you're ready to compete 90 minutes every single match because that, that's the expectation. And if that's not the type of player, then then um, you know then you will struggle to get the right support uh, and and the supporters behind you. But you come and give all of that, and they will love you, uh, and you can do great things at the football club. Andy and Craig, for both of you, what about the Dundee United fans last night? They found out, I think it was after six o'clock, we announced, along with others, that the game was postponed because of the, the plummeting temperatures. Yeah. But Livy against Dundee United called off. There was an inspection at three in the afternoon mm -hmm. by the fourth official. But I know temperatures had fallen, but that's really cruel, isn't it, for the people travelling Dun from Dundee? Feel for the supporters. Um, it's also the second time this game yes. uh, has been postponed. Um you know, so I, I do. I feel for the supporters. You travel, you spend money, you want to go and support your club. And I think uh, with the current conditions that we are experiencing, uh, you know, that's certainly something I believe that could have been made earlier uh, and therefore fans wouldn't have maybe then had to, well, to even, fork out that, that, that fuel Yes, yeah, sure. Even Dave Martindale said he was surprised that it was passed for it to be playable at three o'clock. Now, it's bad enough that it goes off at three o'clock, but at least you've not got anyone on the road by that time. You might have the you might have the players and the management team maybe in a hotel so that they've got a very short uh, journey to the stadium, but uh, it's a poor show all round, and especially for the supporters who are out of pocket. Yep, second time, as you mentioned, that that's been postponed. Transfer news, what are we thinking, guys? Is he now Ewood? Park bound. This, of course, is Ryan Porteous. So much has been said about Mandy, but nobody snapped him up. Has this been a slow window for a number of players? But what do you think about Porteous? Could you see him well, going to Blackburn? Yeah, I do know that a lot of uh, people in England are, are very wary of Scottish football and you know the quality of a Scottish player. But I think that would be a great move for Ryan Porteous. I think he would do well there. I think John Dal Thomason coming in after what five years of Tony Mowbray there, and remember they were they were in the third tier of English football it was Tony Mowbray that brought them up maybe just a, a bit short of getting them into the playoffs but that would be a good move for Ryan Porteous I think, I think it would help him in his uh, quest to be a, an international player yeah, heading down. I mean obviously he's running his contract down we know that he will be yeah. moving on um, I am hearing a, a few sneaky rumours that, that Watford 
may be the uh, the front runner for for Porteous's signature. Uh, but he's look for me. He's a player that has shown uh, the quality. Um, obviously, he's had, he's had some moments in terms of maturity. Uh, yeah. You know, immaturity. Pe- yeah, yeah, yeah petulance, silly yeah, things in games. Things, yeah. But I think he can go down to England and do quite well for himself. So do I. He's got better on that, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he yeah. has, and I think he, he showed at Ibrox when we come back from uh, the World Cup, the first game there. I think when he played in midfield, I think he showed he's got he's got a range of passing, um, and he's definitely a. A great competitor. I, I think his best position, Craig, is as a, a centre back. But I, I think he's shown that he's got more than just defensive qualities. This is a guy that can that can play a pass as well. Will he be playing this weekend in the Edinburgh Derby? Hibs against Hearts on Sunday. Are you covering it? No, no, nope. it's no. That's nope. right, BBC for. Uh, but what that, do you think? Well, it's a huge game for yeah. Lee Johnson primarily. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, you know Hibs fans would want Porteous and his uh, ability to. Is he is he available? Is he not? Is he suspended? Mm-hmm. In any event, yeah. he, uh, uh-huh. you want all yeah. your competitors to be uh, in that game and uh, big one for for Lee Johnson. Having seen Hearts last night, uh, I still think they can play better and there's more to come. And you can see that Robbie is is developing his squad and uh, it, it looks to be really strong. They're carving it as their own place almost, aren't they, uh, Craig? Yeah. Say, as the third force, undisputed. In no, and, and very much so. Um, and I think if we if we um, ever need reminded, you just need to look at the uh, the work they do also in the transfer windows. Mm-hmm. Um, so they act in the in the way of of a bigger club. Um, they go and get their business done. Um, you know, there's a, obviously there's a few Australian boys uh, there that that I know of. Uh, but look, Hearts have just continued, I think, to to strengthen. To build that squad depth, which is which is very important, because again, as that third team, Paul comes European football, mm-hmm. comes a lot of matches, comes you need a strong squad and uh, some money as and, well, and, yep. you, and you get some 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 nice money. But they've they've spent it, they've they've gone and uh, fair play to them. But that's a good point. It affected them early in the season, Andy. Remember when they were in Europe, didn't do very well at Hearts, and then yeah. they struggled just after that. But they've got their, their yeah. module back. Yeah, yeah, I think when you're missing players like uh, Beningame, Craig Halkett, yeah. Craig Gordon, Liam Boyce, these guys I think would all be in the starting 11 and they're all now long-term injuries. So I think Robbie has done really well and I, I, I can't see anyone challenging them for for third place. I think that, that'll be another good season for them. I think what they need is a big game against Celtic or Rangers where they win. That would really yeah. get the, the supporters on side. Can't believe Andy Walker and Craig Moore nodded as well. You two are saying it's about time they beat well, the, the big two. I know what it, well, I know what it means when I'm at Motherwell and we managed to beat Rangers. I don't think we managed to beat Celtic, but we got a draw. Got a draw once, and they they are they they give you so much belief, mm-hmm. so much confidence that you can compete with the best. I remember it as well, but you know the away games. My day and all that, you know, going away to Easter Road or going away to Tyne Castle, all that sort of stuff. Fir Park. They were tough yeah. places to go. Tough mm-hmm. places to go. Yeah. The table has this. We'll go to the cup in a moment or two. Celtic on 61 points. Rangers on 52 after 22 games. Hearts on 38. And then there's a gap. Uh, although Livy, as we know, because the game was off last night, they have played one fewer. Then 31 points. Aberdeen on 29. 
Hibs and St Mirren on 27. So Hibs are top six, only just St Mirren at the top of the bottom six. And then St Johnson on 24, Motherwell on 20, along with Dundee United, Kilmarnock on 20 as well, three of them. And then Ross County on 17. Andy, nobody is anchored. Nobody's lost yet. I mean, it could be any one of them, couldn't it? Could be any one of them. And, uh, you know, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a really interesting second half of the season. St Johnson, I thought, were, were a way out of it, but I think mm-hmm. they've lost their last five, their last six. And they are a bit like Motherwell, dropping like a stone, can't mm-hmm. get a win. And of course, they've got that big game at the weekend uh, against Rangers where their, their supporters are unhappy that Rangers have got three three stands. But they've uh, they they've made the business decision and they've, they've taken the money. They're not having it, are they? The St Johnson well, fans. For Rangers... Craig, what are you thinking of this this weekend? Just a few days away, Scottish Cup. Well, we know how important it is for Rangers because Celtic, the league. Have you changed any opinion or just updated? No, I think everyone's no, no, sort of but thing. what I'll do. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, we know that the you know with the cups and how important yeah. they are uh, to everybody. Mm. In fact, you know, for the smaller clubs, an opportunity to make decent money. You know, for the likes of Rangers, Celtic expected to win them. And there's a few that want to get to the finals. But I wanted to ask Andy uh, as as well because I think that. The League Cup final, I know we're going into the Scottish Cup, but the League Cup final, if Rangers are to go and win... Unlikely. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> in terms of the league title, I think at this moment you say Celtic have won the league, right? In, in terms, I know there's a lot of football to be played and I yep. get all that sort of stuff, but there's a, there's a lot for Rangers to make up. If Rangers can go and win the, the League Cup final... Maybe, maybe there could be a little chink in the armour of Celtic if Rangers go get that result. I can't see Celtic losing four league games, which would be what it would take, and Rangers to to win every every other one. I just can't see it. That would be a that would be a monumental collapse. Just because we were talking the other day, yeah, in terms sure. of momentum in football sure. swings. And I know you've got wishful thinking, but yeah. I can't see it. No, well, not at all. We discussed on Tuesday night the fact that you know Rangers have to win a, a cup this year. It's Michael Beale's first, first year. Chance. It is first chance. It, it also. is sure. And and for Celtic, a better team. I think we'd agree. Nobody's disagreeing. Craig has virtually said it's probably over for the league. Stronger squad and all the rest of it. Will Celtic have that real hunger, that determination to win the cup? Yes, I think they do. And you say Rangers need to win a trophy. What if they, what if they don't? You would still persist with Michael Beale. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. But again, it's just like anything, then it becomes more pressure on the next trophy or, you know, like all of a sudden, to be a manager at Rangers as to be a manager at Celtic, your job is very clear. Just lift trophies. That's what you've Mm -hmm. got to do. Otherwise, the supporters are always going to have... Have you know The biggest trophy to win is the league league title. Yeah, yeah. It gets you Champions League money. It gets you automatic Champions League was that still the case for next season as well? Yeah. Automatic, that's because so that, of the coefficient. That's huge. That's enormous. That's massive. That's massive. It is, isn't it? But momentum is a big thing. And I just was trying to get into the head of you and John the other night uh, about... I'm uh, telling you, know, you swings, yeah. swings can happen. I mean, Rangers were seven points clear coming coming back at the, the break last season. <whistles> turns turns quickly. Uh, you know, it just it's in, in football, momentum and, and confidence and sometimes just a little result. We were touching about Aberdeen. Earlier on about the the, yeah. the late late show the for for Rangers and how they haven't recovered now. Okay, Celtic's different to, to Aberdeen, but anyway. totally different mentality, mm. in my view. I, I just can't see Celtic 
collapsing. If anything, I think the league title will be won by more than nine points. Mm. That would be my view at the moment. Would, would that surprise you, Craig, if it was more than nine? <laughs> it would I disappoint mean, me. I know that, exactly, yeah. <laughs> it would yeah. disappoint me if that yeah. was the case. But now, nah, look, I, I sure. just think that under, under Michael, that they, they, look, they've shown, and at the same time, every time Anne speaks, it's it's about, the, you know, even last year. The league's never over until it's over. There's plenty of football to be played. Is that your final word on it? The member for Govan. I think, yeah. I, think, I, I think if Rangers could win the cup final... Yeah. There could be a little twist and a turn. <laughs> member, for, member for the Parkhead area, what are you yeah, saying? Listen, Rangers could win the cup final. I, I think the, the biggest prize is always the uh, the league title, especially in these uh, yep. these days, these years. And uh, it just gives you so much access to be to be top dogs, to be financially superior, and, and that means a lot. And I think in Ange Postecoglou, Celtic, I've got a guy that not only wins games, but I think you'll find... Every Celtic supporter really enjoys the style of play. They they enjoy the way that they're winning. And um, how disappointed are they going to be when he leaves? Because he will. Because <laughs> <laughs> jo- he will leave. Is that John uh, Barnes uh, on the line there? Because yeah. John Barnes, if you're just tuning in, or if you're listening back in the podcast, he has said, "Oh, West Ham would be a great job for him if and when David Moyes goes." Which is a Glasgow station. He's a Glasgow boy, David Moyes. He's a terrific manager. We hope that's not the case. But Andy was saying, well, "What do you mean? What does it mean? What it means for Rangers, though, is if they don't win the cups." Does it in some way? I mean, obviously, Michael Beale wants to win a cup. Of course he does. But does it give him the chance to say, look, we need major surgery here at Rangers. Root and branch change. The recruitment has to be better. The quality of players. Because where, where do you get the major, money major, from? Gonna, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Major surgery takes major money. And, and as Andy touched on, the major money that you can earn is by winning the league. Uh, in terms of what flows on the back of that. That's probably uh, not going to happen for uh, no, you. Well, if, it's it's, it's, yeah, it's unlikely. Sure. It, it is yeah. unlikely. And then all of a sudden, you know, if you, a couple of years of that, and there starts, to, there starts to become a real gap in terms of what can be achieved in the, the transfer markets yep. for both clubs. And, and that's, what, that's what you're talking about, yeah. Andy. You know, yeah, that, that clout, that, that financial clout, that for Rangers has got to be a, a huge concern. The, the thing is, Craig, I don't know what has changed between Michael Beale coming in yeah. and the problems that Giovanni Van Bronckhurst was highlighting and, and the difficulty he had in getting new players in when it seemed to all and sundry that he did have money and he was saying, we don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a strange... And also for me a strange thing, Andy, is that um, at the back end of Giovanni's time, unfortunately, and I didn't like to see it, that you could see that a team had kind of... Weren't really, weren't, weren't really playing for the manager. That's that's the way, because that's the only way I think I can explain it when you go then look at watching Rangers perform now, and it, we, we're talking about desire, energy, willingness, um, ability, me- mentality to, to, to win games and all that sort of stuff. So you've got to question why that wasn't there. When times were tough, because yeah. that's when you know that's when you need it. So it's not it's not nice when you see a manager lose his job. Um, and as players, I, I think during that period of time, whether it was confidence that was completely rocked, but you can be knocked and rocked so many ways. One thing that you should always be able to do when you go out and play a game of football is run about and compete. Sure. And those players, most of them still there. Not all of them we know Arrivo's gone and, and Bassey, but most of them took Rangers to the Scottish Cup and even more importantly to a European Europa. final yeah, in yeah. May. And how did that change? Because when Martin O'Neill Celtic went 
all the way to Seville yeah. as well, the same city, and won nothing that season. Mm-hmm. They won the next year. Mm-hmm with the same players and sure there was some turnover something changed people yeah, so, don't some, really understand what happened change and, yeah. and again and it does sometimes happen in football and you go you try to put your finger on it and we're not in there day to day you don't know it's like sometimes when you've had that much football um, and, and you've kind of maxed out there there is a drop off look at Liverpool yeah, sure. look at Liverpool mm-hmm. after four years of going bang 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 now they're in ninth I'm not saying that Ray, yeah, Ray, no, no, Ray, sure. but yeah. at some stage yeah, they'll, they'll bounce they, back because they they have money. They might not be, they might not compete with Man City, uh, uh, but they've got money to spend. And they'll, no, no, they'll but come the levels back. they hit the last four yeah, years totally clearly have, have dropped off. Totally West Ham, West Ham, from fifth to to third bottom, dropped yeah. off. It happens. Can David survive? What do you think, Andy? I just see him on there. Well, sky. it's the big one at the weekend. I mean, West Ham against Everton. I mean, sure. who, whoever loses that one, <laughs> who gets the I mean, I, I was speaking to Ian Crocker, and he was doing South uh, Everton, Southampton, mm-hmm. where where Southampton went to Goodison and won. And actually, the the board were advised not to turn up for fear yeah. of their own safety. I mean, absolute madness. But um, whoever loses that one at the weekend might just get his jotters after it and the irony it's for brutal. David is his former club he did so much yeah. for Everton oh, absolutely tough brutal. game you get the big bucks as managers by the way yeah. and, and don't rule it out right? tell me again football's a crazy old game mm-hmm. if he was to lose his job and Frank lost his job you could easily see David Moyes back at Everton mm. easily well I think it's a good point you make because he's got a different style of football he is all heart and drive and determination and it looks as though Everton have tried to be a you know tippy-tappy passy team and you know doing things that the Everton fans just can't relate to sure they just want to win don't they they've got the new stadium coming Uh, what about Scottish football after the break going to ask you do you think the big money from abroad will come in to the big two Celtic or Rangers and we're talking Rangers specifically just now as they look to rebuild and you'd agree Craig they need to I mean Celtic did the business in the transfer market in 2022 they ended up with an amazing inspirational manager successful and for Rangers they're hoping they can do it under Michael Beale but there will need to be investment Probably in the summer, not now. We're going to talk about that after the break. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, representing some of the biggest motor manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! <laughs> Keeping you right up to date with what's happening here in Glasgow and the West End in Lanarkshire, Renfrewshire, Dumbartonshire, Stirlingshire, Clackmannanshire. You've uh, played there. East I'm thinking where you played East Ren as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Council taxpayer. Oh no, I'm so oh, funny. You've I? moved. That's moved. right. You've that's moved right, yeah. across the. Yeah, uh, Craig Moore, who's here from Australia, and with us, yes. we're away over Christmas and New Year. Great to be back. Though, right into the football, if not the weather. Right, yeah. right into it. Great time of year. Uh, loving the weather. <laughs> Transfer window. Loads. Loads. <laughs> no, loads happening. I'm yeah. loving this time because obviously it's, it's a busy time for me. Um, loads of matches it's fantastic it is um, some of the headlines today we're waiting to see about the transfer window and what's happening Ryan Porteous could be on his way to Blackburn Rovers but look out for Watford maybe a late charge from the, the near London club they're almost a London club aren't they Watford uh, you didn't play Stephen McGinn's old, uh, old Indeed. club Indeed yeah Stephen he knows all about there Malky Mackay was there who else Brendan Rogers. he did a bit of coaching yes. there didn't he yes he did yeah. And this then, if you want to yeah. throw a link to obviously Celtic yeah. now, Harry Cool was also at Watford. 
Well, you were fantastic, yeah. Scottish buddies at a Scottish yeah, club, so. Of course. How's that, have you caught up with Harry Kuehl since No, he, he must be doing well, eh? Yeah, indeed, I know. <laughs> they keep it very he tight, must, don't he? He must be settled yeah. in well now. <laughs> the first few weeks and yeah. all that, Craig, boy, how are you? What's happening? Yeah. I haven't heard from you. Harry, where are you, well, mate? Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the hallmarks of Ange Coglu, and I asked you about this, I remember, when he came, and, and he dropped you, didn't he, in the international, you know, you were uh, dropped no, or, from club, no, but from club, club. But, okay. he, but, he, yeah. but he dropped Harry Cool. No, no, sure. He, he ended yeah. up dropping Lucas Neal. He ended up dropping Mark Schwarzer. Yeah. He's, he's not. He's not afraid. No. Afraid big ages. You'll remember I bumped into him at the start of the season. Had a brief chat with Ange Postecoglou, and it was the first time we'd done the radio together. And I said, "Hi, I met a pal of yours, Craig Moore." And he says, "Oh, aye, aye, good guy." He says, "I haven't seen him for a long time, but no long enough." <laughs> <laughs> Did, did he say that or was that your... Ah, he's well, like that. He's <laughs> like that. He's stirring the pot there. Look at him go. He's mischievous tonight, isn't he? Yeah, he's up to a little, oh, a little no good. Uh, but you did say, I said, what was he like then if you... He said, no, no, he wouldn't tell you you're dropped. Just go and play no, no, better I, I, and get back no, in. He, he look, yeah. he, people think he's this unbelievable communicator who's mm. in about the players and, you know, this day done well and great. and like, No, no, no. None of that. None of that. Everybody walks about on on, on eggshells. He's he's not he's not a fantastic. He maybe is a great communicator, <laughs> but the way yeah. he wants to work is not regular conversation. Mm. It's set a structure, create a an environment, yeah. um, good culture, and away they go. His way or the highway. Very much yeah. so. Andy, you, it's you, working. Uh, so far, yeah, so good. It sure is. Yeah, it's been a breath of fresh air when you see the. When you see the improvement in some of the players that were already there, I'm talking about uh, the likes of Greg Taylor, arguably mm-hmm. Celtic's most consistent player this season. Uh, Anthony Ralston, uh, you know, full-backs are obviously a really important position for Ange Postecoglou and he's he's turned them into, I think, m- much improved players. Modern-day football. We, we touch at the full-back position now. Oof. is. I mean, I know strikers are the one that get paid the big bucks, and rightfully so, because they're normally winning football matches for you. But in terms of demand uh, in the modern day game now, those fullback positions are incredible. Incredible what they need to get through. The only manager who encouraged uh, the team when I played was uh, Howard Kendall at Sheffield United. And normally, I'd always grown up in the, this sort of era where if the, if one of the fullbacks went forward, the other fullback would tuck in. Yes. To make it, yes. Primarily, you were up against two strikers, yeah. maybe one up, one off, but you would have three at the back. Mm-hmm. And Howard Kendall said, "No, I've got two PC uh, centre backs, and I trust you wow. two for two. Yeah, yeah. And, and he would always trust you, uh, even one for one, one one v one. If you yeah. can't defend one v one as a defender, then you're you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be playing yeah, at the you're, top you're, level. You're, you're and toast. he knew stuff, didn't he? He won a title with Everton. Was he? he the, no, yeah. he wasn't the last Englishman. That was Howard yeah. uh, Wilkinson. Yes, right? uh, Leeds, to, to win yeah. the, the top flight. But uh, Howard Kendall did it. A couple funny, of funny as well. I'm sorry, the Arsene Wenger. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he went as far to say as that those fullback positions. Once you get to twenty six, he's not looking at players any older than that for that position. He's like that that position twenty six. Any older than that, you're cooked in that position mm-hmm. in the modern day game. Wow. So the game's changed a little bit, Andy. Yeah, since, sure has. since we I mean, played. I wouldn't. I mean, you don't. I wouldn't be a main striker. I would need to be one of the the three behind mm-hmm. or the two behind. Yeah. Because I mean, I always played. But my better years were uh, were a, a, a strike partner. Yeah. yeah. Andy Harrow, uh, Mother, who played with, mm-hmm. with Aberdeen under Fergie. 
uh, John McGinley Bolton, Frank McAvenny at, at Celtic, Tommy Coyne was also a, yeah. a good, yeah, player, good player at Celtic. But player. I, I certainly wouldn't play that that focal point, that little, isolated lone striker. Little Dugiana, remember oh, Dugiana? Of great at Motherwell. Yeah. I, I, I learnt one of my early lessons against Dugiana. What did he Dugiana. do? To you? No, he didn't yeah. do anything for me. But as a central defender, I expected my other central defender to yeah. win it. Mm-hmm. Flick on comes Dugiano. Little tug of the jersey. I was last man. Red card. Uh, a young player, good yeah. learning experience. Mm-hmm. But he was Dugian. It was another one. Short man. Yeah. And he played for the great Pollock as well. Of course he did. In Ullesfield. Andy, how did you get on in the dressing room then with Frank McAvenny? One of the great <laughs> characters and a wonderful striker. And he came to the game quite late, didn't he, really? Yeah. And he, he, I mean, I saw him, uh, well, I saw so many uh, great people at uh, Frank McGarvey's funeral the other day. And Frank yeah. McAvenny was one of them. Obviously, he's got a great connection with uh, St. Mirren and Celtic. And Frank was the best striker I played with and enjoyed my most, su- this most successful period of my career with Frank. And he hates me. He hates me telling the truth, which is he was a brilliant trainer. Mm-hmm. He was such a hard worker. And of course, he loves the myth about. All these other yeah. extracurricular activities, and although I mean he did a bit of that, but he was brilliant at training, and he worked so hard, and he was a great team player, and he, he was he wasn't a, an individual. He loved to play for the team, so I, I was blessed uh, to play alongside him. He's a phenomenal it's great, player. Yeah, no, and yeah. great story as, as well. Yeah. And they're the, that was, a, the, I, I guess, the, the type and the characters and the generation that, that I also was fortunate enough to grow up in mm-hmm. here. You know, good team people, good reliable people. Um, loved it. <laughs> Listen, loved a night out. Yeah, oh, but sure. so did I. So did I when I was... Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like that was that was our generation. You, nowadays, you'd be part of the minority if you're doing yeah. that. But, but that was part of the bonding, day, wasn't it? 100%. Viewing? 100%. And even if the foreigners that come in and maybe necessarily weren't drinkers, and we'd still drag yeah. them along and make sure they spent a couple of hours with the squad. I was, I was really annoyed when Frank left because he, he went back. I don't know what the problem was, some sort of... A wage issue or whatever money so, they so he was came owed up from by West Ham and went back. He came yeah. up from West Ham and he went yeah. back, but he went back after. How many games did Frank play for Celtic? I think it was about fifty or sixty. And anyway, yeah. I was selfish because he was brilliant for me, mm-hmm. and I didn't want him to go. But uh, he went, and I think we brought in uh, Darius Jakinowski, who was a great yeah, individual, but in my view. Wasn't so much a, a team player. Not so much a team player. Yeah. Fascinating insight there to Frank um, McAvenny. You wouldn't have thought Brilliant. he would train as hard because he would fly up, wouldn't he? You know, if he was down in London for the weekend, he phoned me he once on the Monday morning. He yeah. said, Come and pick me up at the airport. I said, What time are you coming in? Yeah. He said, Oh, about quarter to ten. I said, That's a good joke. We start training at ten. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that that happened a, a couple of times. Did you pick him up? Yeah. No. Oh, you can. No, I didn't. He would have been late. late to train. Uh, yeah. I, like, I like to go in early, and uh, I do one, Frank. Get yourself. <laughs> <laughs> he would have phoned somebody else then. Craig, for you, who were the people and the real characters? Ah, oh, look again. I can't speak highly enough of Ali McCoist. Yeah. I thought you would say. You know, like for Did me, he train hard as well. Of course, yeah. Of course, yeah. he's got. Of course, he's got a really competitive side that people oh, don't see. Uh, he's got the banter. Um, he, he's he's actually brilliant. I mean, he was an unbelievable striker. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a lot from him in training because his movement was incredible. Um, but you know, there was a real passion, determination behind him, um, and he was a real competitor. So he was he was a lively one, but also educated me in the early days. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, t- he told us a story about his earlier time with Sunus 
uh, how um, I don't think Sunus was a huge fan of of Koisty at, at the beginning. Uh, he spent a bit of time uh, in the bench. He called him the judge, uh, didn't he? Uh, <laughs> it was Hatley and Mo Johnson for That's a right. while. Yeah. Koisty's not the most punctual. You know, he, he's, he's <laughs> never on time when he comes in a little bit late. Sunus gives him an absolute rollick and he goes, but boss, it's the earliest I've ever been late. <laughs> 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 just stuff like that, mate. I can yeah. listen to him all day long, mate. Whatever he does, he just does yeah. extremely well. I remember him and Paul McStay. So Alan McCoy, Paul McStay, the two <laughs> superstars of Scottish football, opening my great, the late Jim Doyle, his shop in Wishaw. Wishaw, Wishaw. Street, yeah, Jim yeah, Doyle yeah. Travel. Oh, yeah. And it was like One Direction. I used to say it was like the Beatles turning out. <laughs> like One Direction. <laughs> there were hundreds of people at this uh, travel agents in, in Wishaw. The two of them were like superstars. Yeah. 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 Phenomenal people. Loved both great, of them. Yeah. Great Scottish, I mean, great for Celtic, great for Rangers, but both of them great for Scotland as well. Yeah. Yeah. They get great holiday deals as well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't delay book today. <laughs> Lots of the yeah. places to I to used Jim as well. a couple yeah. of times I myself. Was, more than a couple of character. Times. Yeah, great, much, great, much, much, much. The family all listen in. They tune in and send some comments to, so they'll be pretty happy just now with the way things are going for them. That's the funny thing at the moment. Overall, Looking to Craig Moore and Andy Walker, if we're looking at you know Rangers and Celtic, yeah. I think things are good at the moment. You know, under Michael Beale, and we yeah. talked about managers improving players like Ange Postecoglou. Yeah. Michael Beale undefeated since he arrived. Is uh-huh. that seven and one? Seven yeah. wins, one draw, draw. and yeah. it's against Celtic. Yeah. And players that he's improved, like Ryan Kent, or Kent's improved under him. He has. Yeah. K- yeah. No, he's he's. He looks a different player again. He looks as if he yeah. has that confidence. I mean, I, I don't I think, think he's improved. Yeah, improved. I think that'd be fair for Paul to say that. Yeah, I think he's. I think Michael Beale is whatever love he's shown him, whatever he says him. I think he's he's a better player. His performance. He's not a better player, right? Because he's a, he's still an unbelievable player, in my opinion. But what I I agree with what you're saying is that Michael Beale's been able to get better out of him. He's not all of a sudden done things in a game where I go, oh my god, by the way, he's gone to a new level. He's done what we've seen him do. Before, that's very very important. So Michael's done that, no doubt about that. Um, you know, there's, I mean, Tav's been been, been Tav. Uh, there's still been like uh, that rotation, which is a strange rotation with the goalkeepers. Yep. Um, it is a strange one because you know when I played, it's like it was always a goalkeeper behind you, a steady backline as much as you possibly can to build consistency, to build confidence. Um, Even in cup games, sorry to jump in. Yeah. You know, sometimes they they rotate it for cups. No, 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 not that. I, it's not that I don't agree. I mean, in my, in, in, you know, in the squads that I played with, your goalkeeper, we should keep. They, they played, yeah. they played yeah. all season. I mean, no disrespect to the goalkeepers, they're not running about. You know what I mean? Sure. So how, how, how tired? As long as they're, as long as they're injury free, they're able to play. My opinion. Well, you're looking at me, Andy. Funny there. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm just uh, listening and. Uh, but in terms of where the two squads are, and, and, and he's, he's smiling over the other side there. <laughs> Look, Celtic are. Uh, are in a better position obviously in the league they've done business that's been very good business early on in the transfer market uh, over the last few markets so they're, they're, they're kind of shown that they're experienced in that that space and just done a great job Rangers, Rangers have still got a bit to prove what finances are available to, to, to them is obviously going to be import, important moving forward and they look to be buying players that are still that, that kind of development side of things And So do you think there's going to be some sort of fresh investment at Rangers is that what you're is that what you're looking at? Well, I mean, I, I don't think you can... Uh, no, I don't know, Andy, is the, the, the honest answer to that. But I don't think in football nowadays you can rule out any yeah. a- outside money. I mean, you look at even down south, uh, the big, big clubs now that you, you, you wouldn't have thought of, um, of, of 
in new investment, course, takeover, yeah. yep. share of the business. Um, so anything is possible. Um, Rangers are certainly in a position where I think they could do with a uh, an injection yeah. of mm. money to, to really go to the market and hit it hard. Yep, it has gone quiet. We know late last year there was a chat about a US businesswoman, Kyle Fox, who was interested in securing part of Rangers, making an investment, mm-hmm. uh, a minority position initially. But we haven't, and that's above my pay grade anyway. And uh, you know. yeah, yeah, and mind. Can I give you another player that he's last year? Fashion Sakala. Fashion Sakala, his smile's got bigger. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. <laughs> he plays with a smile on his face. Look, yeah. Has I, the manager improved him? Yeah, he has. He has. Because I, I tell you what, look, he's got pace. And, and you can't coach pace, but it's a huge threat um, because it can stretch opponents. Um, he, he scores, he scores difficult chances. I still think his proven is in terms of that. Mm. Uh, you know the the, the kind of percentages, yeah. getting those percentages up as a striker. Just right place, right team. Yeah, but he's he's got a great attitude, <clears throat> Paul. He's got a willingness. He plays the game in the right manner. Um, and like I said, he's got pace, so he's always going to cause problems for. Uh, for defenders, that's the worst thing. I, I, you come up against a striker and they've got pace. Pace, oh, yeah. Not nice. Andy, what do you see when you watch Fashion Sakala under Michael Beale? Again, I just see someone else who has improved. He's been given a, an opportunity. Uh, Rangers have still got a few injuries. I think they'd want Tom Lawrence to be back. Uh, maybe Matondo, obviously the the left back. Yilmaz. Uh, Yilmaz. Hadji. Uh, Hadji is another one. So uh, Suter. Suter. Helander. So every club has their spell of injuries, but um, no, I just think I look at Celtic squad and earlier on I highlighted the, the subs that come on last night. And I think that just shows the uh, the quality that they have, and I think eventually that is what will see them get the title again. Back in a moment. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, new Toyota showrooms at now open in Glasgow and Hamilton. Let's go, keep us go. Craig Moore here, along with uh, Andy Walker and Paul Cooney. Craig, you're about to jump in there. I was just—I was starting to get nervous here when Chris was talking about uh, slow. <laughs> I don't know whether he was talking about me or Andy. <laughs> Back end of my career—that was one thing that, that, that got angled at me. Now I'm looking forward to obviously the the, the the cup games and this weekend. We're obviously going to work our way through them at the back end. Yep. Let's Paul. yeah, let's look at them uh, very shortly. Before we do that, let's hear from the two managers. Winning last night, Rangers at Kilmarnock, Celtic winning 4-0 at home to St Mirren. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, you can't sort of um, stop them throwing the ball, you know, into the box from long distance. So I thought we dealt with that well, like I said. And, uh, you know, when we needed to, we, we, we were strong in the box, in our box. But then um, I thought it, our football at times was, was really, really good. Yeah, really strong performance. Um, you know, we started the game well, good tempo, and um, you know, I thought we had groups of the game for the most part, and uh, you know, scored some really nice goals, and you know, they defend a little bit as well, but you know, from, particularly from long throws, but I thought we handled that well as well. Abada, double for Kyogo, 18 goals now, and David Turnbull, one of the subs, came on and scored a, a great goal late in the game. Hearts beating Aberdeen 5-0 was the scoreline of the night, and people saying what's going to happen at, at uh, Aberdeen is Jim Goodwin under pressure. Andy, you interviewed him after the game last night. and uh, Totally shell-shocked, yeah. humiliated, embarrassed. Big game now on Monday night away mm. to Darville in the Scottish Cup. They need a... They need a run deep into the Scottish Cup to get the supporters back on side. Now, Darvel, it's the last place you want to go, I would imagine. You know, because 
you can't win. Of course, you can win the game, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's stacked against you, isn't it? Is, is it not? I yeah. don't know exactly. Davil in East Ayrshire. Yeah, yeah, so they've done brilliantly as a club, yeah. as a junior club. Mm-hmm. Um, people put a lot into it, but yeah, it's a and junior the biggest team. game yeah. of their life. Yeah. So, yeah. so live on the telly, and, and they will have a yard on their stride. Yeah, and they've put special measures in. You know, they've uh, increased the capacity. Not as many. I think it's they've knocked back the capacity they wanted, but it's That's it's massive. And when you're con- what's it like when your confidence is gone though, as a team, and you're still Aberdeen, still one of the biggest in the country. Yeah, but you're going That's to. That's a grind. That's yeah. a grind. When confidence is not there, like I said, there's only one way to get out of it, and it's to work hard. But it's certainly this type of game. Um, it becomes a very, very tough one if you don't start. If you don't start well, you know the cup ties. Are, they... Normally, when you lose five and the performance is so poor, and the manager uses words like humiliation and embarrassment, abysmal. And he looks, I heard that as well. Yeah, it, you would expect a number of changes. So, um, I mean, I looked at their bench last night. There wasn't a great deal uh, to 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 change, yeah. but. Um, they need a win, and ideally, they want to win comfortably and, and play good football. Jim Goodwin is a terrific manager, is he not? Really? I, I think he deserved his. I think he earned his chance at uh, Aberdeen after his time at Alloa, after his time at Smyrna, Both pretty successful. I I said to him last night about Aberdeen at home. I mean, I think they look a, a good side. They're attack minded. They create chances. They've signed well. I mean, if Miofsky does go in the window it's a good bit of business it's a great pity for, for Aberdeen that they're losing a, a guy that scores regularly but um, they they need to start to put pressure on the likes of, of Hearts Hearts are I, I think Hearts are by far and away the best uh, outside Celtic range. Would you keep Anthony Stewart as your captain? I know he said he would, but I wondered, before the game, when Andy, Anthony Stewart was going on about who he'd rather be up against, Cholak or Morellas, I remember saying, just stay on the park, because he got sent off a few weeks before. Yeah. I mean, Andy, we've yeah. not spoken to you since then. What did you make of that, the tackle? Uh, I, I had no idea what he was thinking about. I can yeah. only assume that he thought he was getting the ball and the man. And, yeah. you know, that was, I think, players, you'll know, Craig, that sometimes... That is, there is, there is a chance sometimes when you're going in for a, a challenge mm. to get both ball and man and it. It gives you a, a bit of a cheap thrill, doesn't it? <laughs> it, 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 it did do over the years. I mean, I've, got to, I've got to say, <laughs> it's just nowadays you can't look. It's 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 not acceptable. It's it's a straight red card. Sure. Look, and also on the back of pre, uh, you touch on. You know, yeah. I'd, I'd prefer to play against Morelos and like again, Ooh. just you just mm. you're the captain. Screw the nut uh, uh, and, yeah, and talk sensibly. Yeah, keep the game. Yes, um, thank you. Does Jim need to get a grip and say, Graham Shinney, you're captain again. You lifted a trophy for this club. We've got a star and a badge here, having won the Cup Winners' Cup and then the Super yeah. Cup in what eighty three. Yeah, we need to turn things round. He has to win. Yeah, uh, I think Monday so. And night. I think I think the yeah. shock of making a change like that might make everyone uh, sit up and take notice. The other side of it is, you know, some people. They might be a bit delicate, and if they if they get a bit of criticism from the manager, they they might take it personally and and not be as as strong to to bounce back. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what changes he makes. St Johnson, they play Rangers in probably what well, certainly a huge game. Five thirty, it's on the telly, isn't mm-hmm. it? On on Saturday, this is Michael Beale yesterday speaking about Ryan Kent, who scored for Rangers last night. Yeah, well, it's, it's my friendly face too, Ryan. I've known him since he's fifteen years old, uh, back from the time we worked together at Liverpool and the time we had here previous, he knows how much I think of him, he knows what his teammates and the football club think of him, we're just asking him to go and, and get on with his football we've had a lot of uh, 
big games recently. We've got a massive game coming up the weekend. And then the, after that, there's time where we can have a chance to sit down. It, it's probably on me. I don't want to put too much in Ryan's mind. I want to set him free and let him go and play football with a smile on his face. And he's doing that. I thought it was terrific in the semi-final at the weekend. And I thought, obviously, tonight, he's, uh, it's nice to see him score a goal. Andy, what do you think is going to happen at Perth then? St. Johnson Rangers. I think Rangers will be keen just to uh, get through and also get a bit of revenge for the last time they were at Perth where they lost 2-1 in the league. It was a poor performance. I thought St. Johnson played really well, to be honest. Um, but I can I can only see Rangers getting through. I think they're, I think they're in decent form. Craig? Yeah, I, I agree. And also, look, there might be... A, I mean, we know that Kimo Roof took a, took a bad one, so yeah. he's going to be out for, for a period of time. I don't know what the exact latest is, but Cholak was, by all reports coming back into a, a normal surface yep. let's say instead of the, the firmer pitch on the back of the calf slash ankle knock so look I mean Mike, Michael's been pretty consistent as in the last couple of games in terms of the, the, the front areas mm-hmm. um, you know right as, as someone that's come on and made an impact uh, as well so he has options but uh, it is a tough game it is a tough game but again it's one that um, that Rangers should uh, be able to come out on top with I think they've got enough going forward but again as um, we see it against Kilmarnock. If you can't defend properly, and, and you know teams are going to get the the ball into the box against Rangers because they can see that 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 is a bit of a soft spot at the moment. They've got to do that well. They do that, they win the game. So Rangers for you, yep. for both of you for that one. Let's uh, fly through them. Stenhouse Muir Livy. I mean that could be a banana skin for the bigger club, but I think we'd think Livingston. I would imagine. Please uh, jump in if you disagree. What about St Mirren against Dundee, Andy? I think St Mirren at home who have they've beaten Celtic they've drawn with Rangers they've beaten Aberdeen they've beaten Hearts I think they fancy a, a run in the cup I, I can only see a, a home win there Craig can I throw to you Partick Thistle against Dunfermline now Dunfermline would love to be up playing Partick Thistle next season yes what do you think uh, look uh, with that one I think that Partick Thistle have have got back to winning ways uh, over recent weeks and I, I think that this is a game that although uh, it, it will be a challenge and Firmland decent side I think Partick Thistle can be coming out on top in this one and Dadlin Lithgow Rose who wear a strip as you know a bit like Hearts are they on the form of Hearts against Wraith Rovers who have been uh, up and down this season yeah I, I think Wraith will win it um, if you're looking for an upset yeah, go on. I, I think it's a really difficult one for Motherwell away to our broth I know that uh, are both are struggling this season but remember last season where they almost surprised everyone mm-hmm. and uh, and got promotion they lost out in the in the uh, in the playoffs to Inverness but they will fancy their chances they've still got a couple of talented players they'll fancy their chances at home to Motherwell Stephen Reside will be shouting at the radio where a celebrity <laughs> um, Motherwell fan yeah Dick Campbell's beginning to get loans in isn't he he's so well respected mm. what do you think could that be a, a banana skin I don't think Surely so. Not. I don't think yeah. so. I think Abroath. Uh, um, I mean, we were talking about that, the, the Dick Campbell and that success story last season. Yeah. Uh, he was speaking about the challenges, but no, Motherwell for me. What about our own Stephen McGinn? He scored at the weekend. Craig, what do you think? Aloha up against Falkirk. <sighs> Derby. Yeah, it is a derby. It is a derby. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen too much of 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 either team, if I'm being honest. Sure. So I'm okay. going to go. I'm going to go in my gut. I'm going to go an away win. I'm going to go Falkirk. Falkirk will pump the wasps. Okay, thank you. As uh, the oh. former wasp player there, Cove Rangers are United. Uh, what do you think? That's a good one. Hopefully, yeah. Air yep. can do it. I like yeah. the way they've gone about their business. Just dropped off a little from uh, from the championship with mm. Queens Park, just taking control. But uh, I think they'll have too much for Cove. Dundee United against Stirling University. So a big golf there, Andy. Home win. 
You would imagine by yeah. a good number of goals, Dundee United, yeah. Elgin City against Drumchapel United. Um, we don't see enough of uh, either of them or any of them to say, I would imagine. Hamilton Ackies against Ross mm. County. Could it be Ackies got a win last weekend? Could be. Yeah. It could be. I was, at, uh, was actually, I can come in because I was at that You were game. there, good. Yes, so, yeah. I was against, uh, Hamilton got a, a good win against Morton. Yeah. Uh, which uh, which was well needed. Um, had a good couple of chances in the match. Uh, it's been a disappointing season, but I, I think this is potentially a game that Hamilton come out on top of against Ross County. And before we go to the Celtic game, what about Kilmar- no, sorry, um, Inverness against Queens Park? So they drew nil nil last weekend. Andy, what do you think? A wee win. I was. I see Queens Park having a, a good uh, showing in the Scottish Cup as well. There was a great yeah. article yesterday in the Times of London, Michael oh, Grant, aye. about Queens Park. Really yes. informed. It was very good. What do you think, Craig? Yeah, they, they are going great, great guns. But uh, I'm going for Inverness in this. You're going for Inverness? Yeah, yeah. I, I am in this. Queens Park have been brilliant. I think they'll get promoted. Uh, third consecutive promotion in a row. Okay. But I think Inverness will go through. Celtic against Morton, Andy. What do you expect? I expect uh, a few changes from Celtic, a strong bench that you saw uh, make an impact last night, and I expect Celtic to win comfortably. No repeat of the 2013. Where well, exactly. Yeah. You're, you're bound to see uh, an upset somewhere, yeah. and Morton have gone to Celtic Park before and won against all odds, but fancy Celtic yeah, to they win won comfortably. One, sorry, an extra time. Mm. And Virgil van Dijk played that Amazing. night, that night well, for Celtic. What do you think, Celtic Morton? Celtic comfortably. Yep. I thought Craig was, that was going to be his upset of the I weekend. think so, yeah. No, he's very fair. <laughs> what about the, the Edinburgh derby then? Hibs Hearts, Craig, what do you feel? Can anyone stop the Hearts? No, I think no. I think Hearts have shown that they've got great depth. They're, they've certainly got great confidence also at the moment. I still think that there's something missing at Hibs. Uh, for me, yeah. they're, not, they're clearly not firing on all cylinders. Hearts for me. I think Kevin Nisbet is keeping his manager in a job with the, the goals that he's scoring and uh, after watching Hearts last night very impressed I think they can go to Easter Road and win Andy if you were running either Celtic or Rangers would you sign Kevin Nisbet? Yeah I think he can score goals in Scotland absolutely uh, I know that Celtic like to think about uh, you know going further in Europe mm-hmm. could he be that player I'm not so sure but listen I made the move from Motherwell uh, you, you were talking about um, Dougie Arnott the other day there was Scott McDonald who yep, went from Motherwell yeah, yeah. and, sure. and, mm-hmm. and did well at Celtic scored mm-hmm. a lot of goals scored goals in Europe so, so maybe. yeah why yeah. not I think he's got a chance scoreline what do you think for for that one for for Hibs Hearts I'm going to go for uh, 3-1 to Hearts and what about Darville against Aberdeen Monday I'll tell you what Actually, Aberdeen have got a, are going to win yeah. this so I think they're going to bounce back they, they have to Cop and five, you'll be tight and they'll go on and win the game. Yeah, a couple of goals, Aberdeen. The dandy dons, you reckon. Yeah. Andy, thank you very much. Pleasure, thank as you. always. Um, and we didn't get to the Sunderland game, maybe the next time, but we laughed earlier and a few people have been on when you said, Patrick <laughs> Roberts, John <laughs> yeah. Brown watching them, could he be on his way yeah. to Rangers? Craig, great to see you <laughs> twice Cheers, this week. You. We'll see you tomorrow night. It's going to be Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi. We're on at five. Thanks, everyone. Up next, it's the news and then Jokal Day. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom now open on Whistleberry Road, Hamilton. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice 
rides from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistleberry Road, Hamilton. 